Good morning, this is James, and you're listening to The Morning Show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello, and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Wednesday, July 19th. On today's show... I will say that tonight feels different than February 2020. We listen in to last night's Future of Our Healthcare meeting hosted by MLA Megan Mitten at the Tantramar Civic Center, and we'll hear various voices from the Horizon Health Network and some of the questions from the audience. That's coming up right after some news and information briefs. The provinces of New Brunswick and Nova Scotia will apply today for federal funding to help pay for the protection of the Chignacto Isthmus, but they will also pursue a court decision on whether or not the federal government should indeed be covering the entire cost of the project. Premier Blaine Higgs shared the news in a conference Tuesday marking the renewal of the federal provincial Atlantic growth strategy. Yes, we will be applying for it to, to meet the deadlines that have been put forward. Um, at the same time, we will be seeking uh, clarification and a legal interpretation of the Constitution. Uh, given the deadline that's been imposed upon this, this project and the funding that's available under the Disaster uh, Federal Assistance Program, that um, it would be prudent for us to, to go both avenues, one not, um, notwithstanding the other. So without prejudice, uh, seeking both, both avenues. Comments from Higgs and Nova Scotia Premier Tim Houston indicated that the cost estimate for the project has ballooned since the long-awaited release of a 2019 engineering study on the project. What was estimated to cost between $190 and $300 million is now expected to cost about $700 million, according to Houston. That means a federal contribution could run as high as $350 million, and the provinces could each be responsible for $175 million in costs. Mount Allison is losing another president. Dr. Jeffrey Hennessy, who has been serving as interim president after the announcement that Dr. Jean-Paul Boudreau would leave the position this summer, has just been appointed president of Acadia University in Wolfville. Hennessy came to Mount Allison from Acadia in 2020 and served just over three years as provost and vice president academic at Mount A. According to an announcement from Acadia, Hennessy's new tenure in the school's top job will start on September 1st. Now for today's main story. About 120 people gathered at the Tantramar Civic Center Tuesday evening to ask questions of Horizon Health CEO Margaret Melanson and members of her management team. Memram Cook Tantramar MLA Megan Mitten organized the event and started off by commenting on the energy in the room. I will say that tonight feels different than February 2020, right before the pandemic, when um, a former, the former CEO, Karen McGraw, did show up and tell us that, that the plan was to purposefully close the ER to move acute care beds away. Um, and I know a lot of you showed up in different ways and sometimes in the streets to, to push back on that, and many people have been organizing ever since. It does feel different because that plan was for it to be permanent. Some of those things have happened, but they are meant to be temporary. And, and I know that the folks here are going to speak to this, and the plan is to, to bring those services back. And so we, we need to guarantee that that, that happens, um, but it does, feel, it does feel different, even though there's a lot of work left to do. 
Melanson shared some updates on the hospital front, including the recent hiring of an anesthesiologist to cater to surgeries happening in the one functioning Sackville operating room, and also some progress on the emergency room front. We have a new emergency department physician who will be starting soon. And this is great progress as we do have the plan to be restoring your emergency department services on a 24-7 basis. And I want to make sure you're aware of that. There were plenty of applause, but also some emotional and challenging comments and questions from people sharing experiences of 14-hour offload delays at the Moncton Hospital, not knowing where to go for referrals to specialists without having an active primary care provider, and those concerned over losing access to family doctors and pediatricians. Dr. Richard LeMay, Director of Primary Care in Moncton and Miramichi regions, talked a bit about the plans for a temporary primary care clinic in Sackville to help take on the highest need patients that will be losing their doctors this summer after two doctors close their practices. Our first task is really to try to mitigate the fact that those two practices are closing uh, and offer something in September. While we have somebody that committed to working two full days a week for us as a physician, so while we have that secure, we have committed to offer uh, at least three days a week to start with, but build to get to four or five days, and, and uh, so that we're working on that right now. So it's, uh, it's in my priority to get that going with Dr. Comstock and Dr. Enright to make sure you still have services in September. Um, at the same time, we're working on the long, medium to long-term plan, I would say, to get you a more permanent home where you would go in and get multiple services. We're talking about mental health, uh, other kinds of clinics, but when you would be attached to a home and not necessarily to a provider. So if a provider, a physician, or NP leaves or has, is not there that day, at least you're attached to the home, the patient medical home where you could get still services, you have a place to go. So we have been working on that for a while. Uh, we hope within the next year to have that into place. That's our hope. But in August, we'll have a clear step-by-step plan on how we will get there. LeMay is responsible for community health centers like the Port Elgin Clinic, which works with one nurse practitioner. Straight Shores Mayor Jason Stokes was in the audience on Tuesday and asked about it. Uh, anybody that lives in Straight Shores areas knows that that clinic's very important. Uh, could that be expanded some to perhaps another nurse practitioner or whatnot because anybody that lives in our area knows you can't get in there you haven't been able to get in there for 10 years and uh it's hard to travel when you're in a small area like ours you're talking about the uh, port again yes yes so right now we have a position posted a nurse practitioner position, I think, and our, our colleagues from the talent acquisition are trying to push people to apply for that position. So it's it's posted at the moment. Yeah, I'm confirming it. Yeah. That's Horizon's Dr. Richard LeMay confirming that Horizon is now officially looking for another full-time nurse practitioner to work at the busy Port Elgin Health Center. Dr. Jody Enright is medical director for the Moncton area and started off addressing some of the changes that have been made to how Sackville doctors operate. So hospice has always been um, part of what a family doctor does. Uh, See your patients in the morning, go to your office, and then, you know, field questions throughout the day, go back at the end of the day. Um, The the model, that model is not not really seen anywhere else in Canada anymore. Um, Even even primary care is is sort of subspecializing. And so 
while many family doctors, myself included, still offer hospitalist care, um, we're starting to see that some folks just want to offer hospitalist care or some folks just want to work in the community. And so it's not a one-size-fits-all anymore where you expect somebody to come and do everything. And in Sackville, they used to work in Emerge, they used to do their hospital, they used to work in their community, all of them. Um, and it's really hard to find that kind of candidate these days. So we've made some changes with how things run at the hospital um, in order to, to improve our recruitment efforts. That's Horizons Medical Director for the Moncton area, Dr. Jody Enright. Later, Melanson addressed a question about the retention of doctors and pos- possible issues with how doctors are treated in the Horizon system. Um, you've talked about recruitment. What about retention? All right, there have been several doctors who have left the system that I know of uh, in the last four or five years because all right, they, their claim to be blunt is that they aren't being treated properly by Horizon. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I can begin to answer your question and then I'll, I'll turn it over to Dr. Enright. I will say that overall retention of our physicians as well as all of our staff is one of our key priorities at this time. And you're right, um, over the years we have had individuals leave because they have been burned out or perhaps feeling disengaged or you're right, worse perhaps that the organization did not appreciate them or, or respect the care that they were providing. And uh, we are very much in the midst of changing that. And so we have, uh, I will say, a very concerted plan toward retention, looking at how can we engage with individuals? How can we ensure we're listening? How can we ensure that we're following up? For our nursing staff, we are moving toward uh, self-scheduling so people can have far more flexibility in their schedules uh, to be able to meet their own work-life responsibilities. And I will say overall, providing feedback where we can if we hear of any concerns as well. If we do hear of anyone who is leaving, we invite everyone to what we're calling an exit interview so they can give us feedback um, that will help us to improve, but as well having stay interviews. So for people that are with us, how are things going? And to be able to follow up quickly if there is an issue that perhaps we're not aware of that is affecting someone's life. But overall, I will tell you, and then I'll turn it to Dr. Enright, that our commitment is that Horizon will be an employer of choice. That is absolutely our commitment for physicians as well as for all of our staff. And um, I will say we have a number of different initiatives that are gauged toward this, as well as monitoring how our employees are feeling about their work environment. A number of local officials were in attendance at Tuesday's meeting, including Mayor Andrew Black, CAO Jennifer Bourne, and a number of town councillors. Councillor Michael Tower chimed in to ask Melanson a long-standing question about the ability for ambulances to cross the border into Nova Scotia and vice versa. Melanson did have an answer, though it wasn't good news for Tantramar residents. Because there's such a low time in Moncton sometimes, why aren't we working with Nova Scotia saying... They haven't got a backup. Let's not send that ambulance to Moncton. Let's send it to Amherst. Because people in Sackville sometimes, well, do I go to, I can't go to Sackville, so do I go to Moncton? No, I'll go to Amherst. And they work very well over there with us and pass the information back. Why can't we do that here? 
I can tell you that we have had conversations about that. And the reason is that even though both are overall under Medivy, Medivy manages ambulance service in Nova Scotia, as well as in New Brunswick, they are two totally separate entities. And at this point in time, I will be quite honest, we have not received the agreement that we can have that cross-border um, management, as you've just mentioned. That's our desire as well, and we raised that several months ago, and uh, we have not received approval, and this is with uh, Medivy Ambulance Services between New Brunswick and Nova Scotia in an agreement to do that. That's Horizon CEO Margaret Melanson answering a question on Tuesday night at the Tantramar Civic Centre where about 120 people gathered for a Future of Our Healthcare meeting organized by MLA Megan Mitten. You can hear the full audio recording of the meeting on the CHMA website. Check chmafm.com later today. That's it for Tantramar Report for this Wednesday, July 19th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. My name is Melinda and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, a mix of sun and cloud. Fog pass is dissipating earlier this morning. High of 29, except 21 along the Fundy Coast. Humidex 38, except 30 along the Fundy Coast. UV index 9 are very high. Tonight, mainly cloudy. Showers at times heavy beginning near midnight. Risk of a thunder shower overnight. Fog patches develop. Station 8 is pleased to hold a Mexican cultural food night on Tuesday, July 25th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Dorchester Veteran Center. Montales and international students will lead you in the process of making corn salad, churros, and chilaquiles. This event is free to attend, but donations are strongly encouraged. To register, call 506-334-8746 or email programs at station8nb.ca. Registration is now open for kids and adult August programs offered by the Town of Tanchamar. Check out the variety of activities on the town's website such as adult hiking and biking, junior Einstein, basketball, kids in motion, fast and furious run club, and so much more. To sign up for any of these top-notch programs, visit sackville.com programs. That's sackville.com programs. Hi, this is Dave. Hey, this is Adam. And we're from Revolution Rock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hey, this is Dave Kosh, and you're listening to The Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick.
Festival by the Marsh is excited about their big summer ahead with a variety of concerts, workshops, and performances. If you're a theater lover, you should check out Retrospective, a new play by Sue Rose from July 19th to 22nd at the studio at 3 Fairfield. Fans of Anne Murray can enjoy a musical tribute to her on July 25th at the Sackville Music Barn. Festival by the Marsh has lots to offer this summer, so stay in the loop by visiting their website at festivalbythemarsh.com. Watch me grow up from a boy. I watched you build from what's destroyed. We had big houses, but held grudges when my mom's house wasn't yours. She had to build some of her own. We disagree on right and wrong. Been on and off communicating since the day I left from home. And as we get older, it's hard to reach understanding. I left for no plan B. Jam for a thousand by Jordan Wood. What a lovely, lovely song that we had there. It's currently 9.18 a.m. and I'm your host, Craig. Welcome to the late morning show. That's how we started it. That's how we started it. So, yeah, I'm going to take you right down to 10 a.m. To 10 a.m. and we'll be together until, yeah, that time. Until 10 a.m. And, and, and. It's going to be a lovely, 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 lovely show that I have in store for you. But right now, right now, let's get into some local announcements and then I'll just tell you what songs we have lined up for the show. So coming up today, today, join Cyberfest 18 on Wednesday, July 19th 
at Backtown Brewery in Sackville for Trivia Nights. Rounds one and three will be general trivia and second round will be SEPI themed. Doors open at 5pm and trivia starts at 7pm. Cover fee is $2 and all proceeds will go towards Sapi Fest. For more details, visit SapiFest.com. So, yeah, for more details, visit SapiFest.com. But check us out, check us out today. Um, we are planning to be there as the CHMA team. And yeah, you can check us out there. And then we have the U-Turns and the Sackville Commons holding an old ages open mic and barbecue on Saturday, July 22nd, starting at 5.30pm. Youth and all people of all ages are welcome to play an instrument, perform a song, story, poem, joke or karaoke number. Anything goes. A mystery local guest band will come who close out the night the barbecue is free for youth and donations will also be accepted stop by the sackville commons at 18 long street for food at 4 30 p.m the open mic show at 7 p.m and the mystery band at 8 p.m for more information call michael at 506-229-4820 and check him out on facebook at michael u-turns that's facebook michael u-turns you can check him out there and the things it's 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 just amazing how many things we have in a sack for and how many things how many things are going down here so we have tantrum mask free concert in the park series continues this summer with a variety of performers every thursday from 6 30 to 8 p.m throughout july join others at bill johnston park in sackville for an evening of socializing and uplifting music on july 20th welcome Faye tower to the stage and on july 27th delight in some tunes by dale whitten and friends for more details and event updates visit tantrum social media pages at tantrum and be so yeah that is you can visit tentrama's social media pages at tentrama mb i have some music i have i have some lovely lovely music lined up lined up for you oh so so coming up is when i'm gone when i'm gone by johnny orlando and alligetti that's coming up next yeah, when we were young, forever felt so long. Oh, how we were wrong. Now it's just so lost. You say you hate it. The fact that I'm impatient. That's just cause I want you. But you don't love me no more.
phone Hoping I pick up, but I won't I know everything that you done Can't believe I let you do me wrong Telling me you miss me, only miss me when I'm gone Saying that you miss at home Tell me you love me, you don't love me anymore I see it on your face You try to look away But I know that you're still thinking about
And that was Lost to the Summer by The Honest Guy. And before that, we had When I'm Gone by Johnny Orlando and Ali Getty. Some wonderful, wonderful songs that we had there. Um, checking the Tantrama and B social media pages. Uh, we can see that there's a drop in uh, to Sacro Vista Center on Saturday, July 22nd, between. 3 to 4 30 p.m. for a fun block printing event for kids aged 5 to 12. So choose a pre carved linoleum block and print onto a paper or t shirt to take home. The prints will be plants and wildlife. And then we also have another waterfall park artist in residence, Susie Voki and Melissa Morris, have created a popular search and find art project. They are distributing a flyer at the farmer's market and visits in center at art at, that is in the park. Try and find it and win a button prize. So the details can be found at com. So you can find all the details there. And and this is a special, special one. Roller, roller Disco, August 26th. So... Back for the first time since 2019, I get ready to boogie at the f- classic roller disco at Roller Night. A uh, great addition to the Tantramar Chalk Festival. Be sure to mark this fantastic event on your calendar for Saturday, August 26th at the Tantramar Veterans Memorial Civic Center. This event will include live DJ, roller skate rentals, canteen, and more. Roller, ba- roller blades are also welcome. Doors open at 6 p.m. and admission is free. For the most up-to-date details on this event, follow Tantramar social media pages at Tantramar NB. So, yes, you can check it out all on Tantramar NB, but we'll sure be rolling out those announcements as they come as well. So, yeah. Yeah, let's let's roll back into some music right now at nine twenty nine a.m. nine twenty nine a.m. Unfortunately, we have just thirty minutes left. Thirty minutes left, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll be back. We'll be back just now. Tell me I'm in need of your medicine I need your love and I need you, I need everything Love will go, love me fast Love will go, take a last I need your love and I'm proud 